Welcome to the podcast, Career Connections with the HR Insider, where we teach you how to stay, flow, or go in your career with your host, Barbara Mason, bringing you 20 years of the inside scoop and what really matters in your career. Our passion is helping you find yours. Hi, and welcome to episode number three. Today, I'm talking about what would you do if you lost your job today? Sobering question, isn't it? But I always believe that it's better to be proactive than reactive. So today, I want to give you five things to consider about what you would do if you lost your job today. Many of us have been the victim or have lost jobs as a result of a layoff or maybe a company downsizing or maybe a company going out of business. And so if that is you, you know that those times can be difficult, they can be stressful, and they can be frustrating. So I think it's better to think about that scenario before it happens to you. And that's why I wanted to talk about what would you do if you lost your job today? And so let's just have a real conversation. And this topic came up for me as I was driving into work one day about a few months ago. And I thought to myself, what would I do if today was the day they gave me a pink slip, told me it was my last day, downsized, what have you. And I started to think, and I am the HR insider. I've been doing HR for the last 20 years. And I had to really give it some thought to make sure that I have my ducks in a row, that I have my T's crossed and my I's dotted. And even me, I felt like, wow, there's a couple of things that I probably need to do now proactively just to always be prepared. And so I thought, if I'm having that struggle and I work in HR, what about the rest of my listeners? So let's start with number one, and that is have an updated resume. As I talk through this episode today, again, I'm going to say often, it's better to be proactive than reactive. And so the tips and the suggestions I'm going to give you are things that you should be doing right now, whether or not your job is in jeopardy, whether or not you think it'll ever happen to you, These are things you should be doing anyway. And so number one is to always have an updated resume. A good rule of thumb is to update your resume at least twice a year. So every six months. What that does, it allows you to remember, quite frankly, the things that you've accomplished and the things that you've done over the last six months. And it's easier to update at points in time versus updating it every three to five years or just whenever you have a need and you're trying to remember, well, what did I really accomplish on that last job? And what dates did I work there? And what was my title? Believe it or not, some of that stuff can be hard to remember. So a good rule of thumb is to update your resume every six months. And so if you lost your job today and at the longest period you had updated it six months ago, I guarantee you, it would not take you nearly as long to update it again to be on the job market as long if it would have had you not done it in the last two to three years 
or even longer. So that's tip number one is to always make sure you have an updated resume. Another thing that's also good practice is to know what is going on in your company and how does your company handle downsizings. So let's start with the first part of that. Knowing what's going on in your company, meaning can you read the tea leaves in your company? Do you know how your company makes money? Do you know when times are good versus times are bad? You should be paying attention to how your company shows up in the news. How are they performing on their earnings call? How are they performing on their income and revenue? You should be a student in your company and not just an employee. Are there any mergers or divestitures on the horizon? Are they in danger of being bought? Basically, what I'm saying is know what's going on with your company financially, know what your company's vision is, and know where they're headed. So that if something were to happen to your company, you would not be so surprised. So it's almost like reading the tea leaves. So that's part A of number two. The second part is, is make sure that you know how does your company handle downsizings? Does your company offer a standard severance plan for certain individuals within the company? Is it only offered to certain levels? And then also, what are the separation benefits if your company offers that? Some companies offer outplacement services. And again, those can vary depending on what level you are in the company or your tenure and how long you've been with the company. But whatever you do, you need to know how your particular company handles that. And you can get all of that information in your company's policies or through your HR department. The third thing I want you to think about and be prepared for answering this question of what would I do if I lost my job today? The third thing is, is to network with people in your field and make sure that you have a robust professional network. And so first, definitely take care of inward, meaning do you have a robust network and pipeline in your career field and in your industry? But then also, do you have something outside of your industry? It's important that you know people on both sides of the spectrum, both both internally and externally. And you should be building those networks so that you have them when you need them. Some ways to do that is to make sure that you're part of professional organizations in your industry. So for example, if you're an engineer, there's several engineering organizations that you can be a part of. There's the Association or Society of Mechanical Engineers, and the list goes on and on and on. If you're a nurse, maybe there's a healthcare organization that's local to your area or nationally. But being a part of those memberships and those organizations are key. They are vital to your network. Other ways to build that professional network are to attend conferences or trade shows or workshops, again, related to your field. One, it keeps you relevant. Two, you get to know people that's in your industry or beyond your industry that you can make and keep connections with. I cannot stress the importance and how relevant and how vital it is to have a robust professional network before you need it. 
So just imagine if you lost your job today and let's say that you haven't been keeping your network alive and thriving in the last 10 years. Who are you going to call? What relationships have you built? Who can you call on a dime and say, hey, I'm out of work. Can you connect me to a few people that may have some openings? Again, you do not want to have to face that and begin after you've lost a job or after something unfortunate has happened. You want to already have those relationships in place. And also remember that networks are reciprocal. Meaning it's not just what you can get out of the network, but it's also what you contribute and give to that network as well. So if you're coming in um, tonight or today, whenever you're listening, we're talking about what would you do if you lost your job today? Again, a very sobering question, but an important one, because it's important. A lot of us will pass down this road at some point in our career just with things happening with our companies. And so it's important that you're prepared, that you're proactive and not reactive. So suggestion number four is making sure that you stay relevant in your career. So making sure that you're getting those certifications and that you're learning new skills in your career as you have opportunities. Especially those of you that may have been in your career field for a long time or been with the same company or been on the same job for a number of years, make sure that your skills are not being stale. You should be reading industry articles. You should be reading publications. You should be attending workshops and conferences to know what are the newest trends in your industry. Is there a technology gadget or widget or app that is coming on the scene in your industry that you don't have the skills for? or that may be replacing some human labor? Or are things going more digital? Whatever the case may be, it's not enough just to be status quo and just have the mindset of doing the same thing the same way all the time. You have to be a continuous learner. You have to focus on continuous improvement, both personally and professionally, if you want to be relevant in your career. Because again, remember, we're answering the question, what would you do if you lost your job today? And if you have not kept up with your skills, certifications, or knowing what the industry trends are, it may be very difficult for you to compete in today's job market because things have changed since you last applied for a job. So number four, like I said, is being relevant. And now the fifth suggestion that I have for you is to make sure that you update your profile and job notifications in your search engine of choice. That means if you're on Monster, CareerBuilder, or Indeed, or LinkedIn, make sure that wherever you are, make sure that you have a relevant and a recent profile out there. Keep it up to date. And again, You may not be looking for a job, but also employers look at those sites and they're looking for people and you never know what opportunities may come up. It's great if you're in the job that you want. It's great if you're working for the company that you want, but you never want to turn um, a hand to opportunities that may can come your way if you have a recent and an updated profile. 
Also, I would encourage you to look at those job sites on some regular interval. So that might be once every 90 days. The reason why that is, is because it gives you clues into your industry. So for example, are there lots of jobs in your industry that you see that pop up in a 90 day interval? Or do you only see one or two? That can give you a clue about the outlook for the industry that you're in or the kinds of jobs you're looking for. Also, when you go and look and see the job postings, take a look and read and see what are they requiring? What are they asking for? That also gives you clues. Are they asking for 10 years of experience now? Whereas when you applied, they were only asking for two to three. Are they asking for some new software skill that maybe you don't have? And again, all of those are clues and gives you insight into today's job market. So many of us can get into our careers, get with the company that we want, get into a role that we want and be head down and focused. And when an unfortunate thing happens to us, like losing a job, we are so behind and we have to kind of get our heads out of the sand because we haven't been keeping up and we haven't been watching and paying attention. So again, it's better to be prepared. It's better to be proactive than reactive. And so as you're listening, I hope that this has helped you figure out where your gaps may be. Also to think about how prepared you are. So on a scale of one to 10, with the five things I suggested, what number would you give yourself? If it's anything less than seven or eight, I'm going to ask that you go back, re-listen to this podcast and figure out where your gaps are and what you can do today to close those gaps. So to recap, the five things that I suggest that you should be doing today, regardless of whether or not you're in a job that you love or hate, is to make sure that you have an updated resume. Two, know what is going on in your company. Be able to read the tea leaves and know how your company handles any type of separation. Number three, have a robust professional network that will be there for you when you need it. Number four, make sure that you stay relevant in your career field, get certifications, get new skills as they come along and as you have opportunities. And number five, make sure that you keep your profile updated on whatever job search engine that you prefer. And also make sure that you routinely check those job search sites just to see what's out there and see the language they're using and what they're asking for. If you do those five things, I guarantee you, if you're unfortunate enough to have that situation happen to you, you will be so much more prepared than those who have not done those five suggestions. My goal for all of us is that we stay employed with the companies that we want in the roles that we want. But to be a good steward of our career, we must be prepared. So I hope this episode brought you some great value and some suggestions. I can't wait to talk to you again on the next episode of Career Connections. Thanks for listening to another episode of Career Connections. You can find us at www.careerpathwaysconsulting.com or on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter under Career Pathways Consulting. 
We would love to hear from you. Until next time, don't be satisfied with the status quo in your career and life. Expect greater because life is too short to do anything different. See you next time.